Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Black and Abdallah, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. ESPN 1000. You can download the ESPN Chicago app. Take us wherever you go. Also, listen on YouTube. You can watch the show right there on our YouTube channel, ESPN Chicago. The latest news in the NFL is that Jim Harbaugh is going to have another conversation with the Chargers. It seems like he's the favorite for that job. But right now, Jim Harbaugh, who was the biggest name in coaching at the end of the college football season, and here at the end of the NFL season into the playoffs, he has yet to sign a deal. Yeah. The the winningest, the best coach, Super Bowl winning coach in NFL history, Bill Belichick, is out there. He's interviewed with Atlanta, and that's it. So Belichick and Harbaugh are available at the moment, still looking for jobs. Are you surprised by that, that neither of them this far into the coaching cycle that they haven't landed, that like a team didn't jump in and, and pick one of them off immediately? Yes and no. Because, yes, I'm surprised that Harbaugh didn't go to the Chargers the first time and they go, here's a contract, sign it, and he goes, cool, I'm in, let's go. Right? Right. Like, I feel like that's it. I'm not surprised about Belichick really? and, his, and his misfit toys that he wants to bring <laughs> along. I don't, want Josh, I don't want Josh McDaniels anywhere near my football team. Or, what about Joe Judge? No, Joe Judge. No, none of them. None of them. I don't want any. So that's because that's the thing. No, Patri- no. Go, go. Be a rocket scientist. Like, go do what you're good at. Maybe. Okay. That's the problem. He's good at being a Belichick henchman. The problem is that Belichick wants Bel- to bring Belichick's all like his a, friends. Uh, yeah, Belichick's like a, a Batman villain. No, he's got all these side buddies. I don't want that. If I'm a team and there's all these other options out there, no. I don't want that. I'd rather throw a bunch of money at, like, if I'm Atlanta or Tennessee doesn't have a head coach yet. Or I thought um, Tennessee last night uh, did they got one? Did they? Oh, they hired um, uh, the guy from Cincinnati, yeah, right? The okay. offensive coordinator from okay. Cincinnati. Uh, if I'm Seattle, Callahan. if I'm Seattle, if I'm one of those teams, no, I'd re- I no, thank you. All I'm right, out. so so here's where I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the team sitting. With uh, right now, sitting with the second overall pick and an open vacancy, I'm surprised Washington didn't go and scoop one of them up immediately. They have a new owner that wants to win, who has lots of cash. Mm-hmm. He wants to change things around for the Washington franchise. I'm surprised that they didn't go and poach one of those guys immediately. That's what's surprising to me. Mm-hmm. I think that it's they want Ben Johnson, right? So they're just waiting. They're just waiting. Just I think waiting that, for Ben Johnson. I think that the second the Lions either win the Super Bowl or get eliminated on Sunday, that that next day, Monday or Tuesday, you're going to get news from Washington that they have hired Ben Johnson. Because so that's that's the hottest young name out there, right? Here, here's the available teams: Chargers, Falcons, Commanders, Panthers, Seahawks. I see. That's the one thing. I don't know what the Panthers or the Seahawks are going to do. 
Like, I know there's other coordinators out there and they've interviewed people and stuff like that. But if the hottest names, if the biggest names are Harbaugh, Belichick, and Ben Johnson, like, it seems like Har- like that Harbaugh's going to go to the Chargers, Ben Johnson's going to go to the Commanders, and it just seems like Belichick's going to go to the, the Falcons. And the Twitchers are pointing out, it's surprising Vrabel is still available, too. Yeah. Mike Vrabel has legit credentials. Mm-hmm. I, he, I could good see head coach. I could see Vrabel going to Seattle. I think he'd be good at Seattle. Well, okay, out of these teams, which team is the best? Like, who's ready to win now? Seattle is, see, right? Oh, no, the Chargers. Their defense sucks. Yeah, but they got a ton of money. Okay, they also have a ton of, like, old bets on their team. On, so they're going to have to do a lot of, like, dead cap stuff. All right, so that's, so you do that. They have the, but they, see, the problem is. They have the best quarterback. That's, that, I'll give you that, that. That's already set, though. That's because that's the best situation. You're well, not guessing. Not necessarily. One of those teams has a second pick. Okay. I mean, Justin Herbert is great. Yeah. But if you think Drake May or Jaden Daniels could be just as good, isn't that situation just as desirable? Yes. Because then, then you have the rookie contract. You have the to, rookie to contract. You have Jaden Daniels or you have Drake May and whatever you want to. Yeah, that's why Ben Johnson's going to go there. That's why the that's why the hottest young coordinator, the hottest name that's not a former head coach, is going to go to that situation. Because he can pick his quarterback that's not Caleb Williams because the Bears are going to pick Caleb Williams. He's going to get Drake May or he's going to get uh, Jaden Daniels. And then they're going to go from there. And they have the most money out of anybody yeah. in the NFL. So they can, because they traded half their roster uh, at the deadline, they cut a bunch of dudes. Like They can spend all of the money and really retool that, uh, that team fast. The worst job of the group is Carolina, right? Easily. It would go Carolina... Atlanta? And then the Chargers? If you're looking at ownership? Like, I I think the roster, Washington's a worse roster. But they've got the but money. But they've, got, a, they've yeah. got an owner who wants to spend and, and change things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, to me, would be desirable. Yeah. Like, Washington seems like a great fit for Belichick. But maybe you're right. Like, maybe they don't want to deal with the misfit toys and all of his randoms Dude, that he want wants that. to bring along. I don't want that. Because, like, where's the fit for Belichick? It's Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. Bill Belichick's going to coach the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, Dirty That's Birds. That's weird. He's going to coach the Dirty Birds. That's weird. Come on. There's a picture of him at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> at Chick-fil-A in, in Atlanta? Yeah, he was at Chick-fil-A. Just hanging out? I think it was before the interview. It was like five years ago. Or oh, something. was it yeah. really? It was Damn. like a very old picture. Damn. Still, I, I think it'd be funny if he likes like... Chick-fil-A. doesn't matter. If that was like the waiting room for the interview... If they it just had like, to go to the Chick-fil-A yeah, around go, the corner. Just go hang out at Chick-fil-A for we'll a while. We'll be with you in a couple minutes. There are Chick-fil-A's yeah. every like 15 feet in yeah. Atlanta. I think, I think that Atlanta is most likely to get him because it's the wow. only place he's interviewed. Wait, isn't that interesting? And the Chargers job is garbage because the owner sucks. Well, that, that's, why, that's why I pointed out Washington. That they, like, the Chargers have the best quarterback. They probably... The Panthers probably have the worst owner. Yeah. But the Chargers aren't far off of that. No, they're not. But you already have a quarterback. Like, you're set. You already have a quarterback. You're set. Like, Seattle, I think, is the best option. They have a team that's ready to win. Their ownership group is always pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that seems like it's set. It's ready. I don't know. Atlanta, I've... you got a decent owner, but you also have no quarterback. Like, what are you doing I there? I feel like you're going to go there, and, and Carroll's just going to be meddling. Like, like if he hangs around. 
Well, that's the other thing is Carroll's name has been floated for the Chargers now too. Pro Football Talk was uh, put that in their in their uh, their piece about Harbaugh getting a second interview. They said they're also looking at uh, at Vrabel and um, and Carroll, which is interesting because Shane Waldron leaves Seattle after working with Carroll. If Carroll was going to go get a different job, don't you think Shane Waldron would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go with Pete to Los Angeles and coach yeah. Justin Herbert"? Yeah, well, now he's here. No, but like I, I think that would. <laughs> Signal to me that that conversation about Carroll going to the Chargers to not be legit. Unless he wants to go do his own thing. Well, it's also, I mean, Pete Carroll is a, is almost a god in Los Angeles when it comes to football. Yeah. I mean, he he is the one that brought the USC program back. So people in L.A. love Pete Carroll. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if, if that necessarily, I'm sure he could win, but... I just thought it's interesting that Belichick and Harbaugh, we talked about Jim Harbaugh for weeks, mm-hmm. that we hoped the Bears would have a conversation with him. He's out there. He's available. The Bears didn't have a conversation with him. No. And nothing has been decided. And meanwhile, Bill Belichick I has think, won all these Super Bowls, one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He's just hanging out. I think He's sitting at Chick-fil-A. He's waiting. My prediction is Harbaugh will be a Charger by the end of the week, and Belichick will be a Falcon by the end of the week. That's why. That's the weirdest. By the turn. end of the, by the time we get to the games on Sunday, I think both coaches will have signed. Like, picture it: Bill Belichick indoors in a Falcons hoodie that's cut off at the arms. The sleeves are cut off. He can always wear it though. He doesn't have to worry about cold weather. I'll no, I know. for a few games. It would. Re- it gives off Patrick Ewing in the Orlando Magic uniform vibes. Remember, like, when you see a, a player in the in the old time, in, like, mm-hmm. at the end of their career in a different uniform, it just throws you off? Like, that's what it would remind me of. Yeah. I mean, and he's going to be coaching Justin Fields, maybe. I mean, that would, that would be something. If the Falcons traded for Fields and Belichick's their head coach, oh. that would be hilarious. Oh. Hopefully they don't win. Think I about mean, Bears fans never be able to let that go. No, I don't care. They can win. As long as the Bears are winning, I don't care. Yeah, but if Belichick got the most out of fields... Cool. No, but think about it this way. We chose to keep Eberflus. Yeah. And then we move off of fields. Okay. And if the two of them... But, if, Cal- and- but if Caleb's a top 10 quarterback, it doesn't matter. Of course. Nothing matters if you figure that out. Yeah. You know how much better life would be if we just figure out the quarterback position? Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. No one would be yelling at us. No, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. The city would be all clean and beautiful and everything would go it it'd be perfectly. It would, it would be warmer, be warmer outside. Out. You know how great it would be? Trains would run on time. Yeah, we'd be we'd be previewing games uh, for the NFC Championship game. It wouldn't feel as cold out if uh, the Bears got the quarterback right. That is true. When when you're previewing games and you're happy to go watch football. Oh, are you football, kidding me, man? It's great. It's fantastic. We'd be doing weird simulcasts with San Francisco stations. <laughs> Don't give Zerman any ideas. <laughs> That's for when we're in it, though. Not now. Oh, I, I, I thought you were no, going to pitch we is- something where we would be on during the uh, no, NFC no, no, and no, AFC no. championship no, no, no. games when, this no, weekend. No, 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 no. When you and I, when, when we are the home Hosting of the Bears. a live radio show during we, some football games. No, we did that. When we, I'll, I'll do it again, too. If I mean. um, <laughs> the, uh, you and I as <laughs> and ESPN Chicago as the home of the Bears. Yeah. When the Bears are in the NFC Championship game, we'll be doing all those cool radio bets. I know, it's fun. We'll when you betting, got a winning team and a quarterback, stations, it's fun. Hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, hot dogs and pizzas. And, pizza. <laughs> and cheesecakes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll bet you a pizza. We'll send him a picture of the rat hole. dog. (laughs) And a rat hole. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter. At Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. We'll take some of your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Talking football with you, Black Abdallah, weeknights here on ESPN 1000. Hey, Abdallah, do you have any zoo news? I always have zoo news, Chris. Oh. Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the zoo news. Oh, what it's do you weird. have? We didn't do zoo news last night. Really? Like, what, what happened there? Well, while we were gone, we did it every night. When, when I was gone? Yeah, when you were gone, we did it every night. Oh, that's nice. Well, I wonder what's new with the zoo, baby. I mean, we can have this every single no, night. No, 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 no. If you'd no, like. No, 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 We could get to the zoo news. No, 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 if, you, if, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. If you'd prefer. You wouldn't do that. What do you have over there? So, Chris, a uh, zoo in uh, Britain, British Zoo, huh. has a plan to rehabilitate oh. its potty-mouthed parrots. Oh, no. Back in 2020, five foul-mouthed African gray parrots donated to the uh, Lincolnshire Wildlife Park. Not Lincolnshire, up, up here in, uh, no, in the one in Britain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, In eastern England, uh, were isolated from the flock because they wanted to imp- improve their language. So this is now going on almost four years ago. They moved these African gray parrots to a different location because they kept on saying F.U., <laughs> They kept on calling people, um, uh, I can't even, I don't even know if I can, it's, it's a... With a W? No, it's a T... Is it British? No, T-W something. Uh, Ah, okay. And they were calling people all these names, so they decided to just remove them, and hopefully if they didn't hear these words, because people were saying these words and they were just imitating them, Um, and their idea is to now put them together with 92 non-swearing parrots oh. so they have they've assembled 92 other parrots and their hope is that these parrots will teach these these swearing parrots the rebels the ways of not swearing now you know how this works in a classroom you have the the rebel kids the bad kids yeah they they infect the others exactly the good kids never win out it's the bad kids that continuously are bad and they affect everything else and they ruin the pizza parties yep that's exactly what they're worried about did it <laughs> they're worried about they're worried about the uh, these five parrots <laughs> infecting the other 92 the quote from the from the uh, zoologist or the person working at the zoo is like this is either going to go really well and we'll have a new strategy an effective strategy or it's going to turn into some adult aviary <laughs> with 92 other parents. With 92 learning, swearing parents. Learning parents. how to tell p- uh, people to F off. That's so, great. <laughs> this is an experiment going on at the uh, zoo in uh, eastern England, in Lincolnshire, England. So, uh, yeah, if you're there, check it out. Go blank yourself. Yeah, basically. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what's new at the zoo, Chris. That's outstanding. See, that's a good... That's what is new at the zoo. Good zoo news story. That, yep. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's you know that that's going to happen. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the bad ones are going to teach the good ones. For sure. Like, if you have a dog or you have a puppy around a dog, the younger puppy is going to pick up those habits from the older dog. 1,000%. So they're going to see the swearing and all the, the fun that the, the five parrots are having, swearing and telling every person walking by to go blank themselves. <laughs> and they're going to say, oh, I want to get in on that. That's fun. Of course they are. They're all going to start chirping. It'll be that, that's what's going to take place. You know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it is. And they're going to start saying, telling other... Like, eventually, you're just going to walk into the room and 98 parrots are going to tell you to F off. <laughs> Go blank yourself. Abdel, you have a uh, study from a scientist. I believe Harvard. Harvard. Uh, and you have new information on alien life form and whether or not they will be traveling to our very planet. According to this Harvard astrophysicist, a renowned Harvard astrophysicist, Avi Loeb is their name. Oh, yes, Avi Loeb. This is the only form of alien life that could come to Earth. Because obviously reports of alien life have skyrocketed. Sure. People think that everything they see now in the sky is an alien. I see one out on State Street right now. Okay. So, this astrophysicist says... It would take about a billion years, a billion billion. years, a billion years to cross from one side of the Milky Way galaxy to the other side of the Milky Way galaxy. All right. This is the quote. Given that, I don't think any spacecraft that would arrive to us from another star would carry biological creatures. Oh. So the answer is no life will ever be able to make it. Huh. This is what it says. Huh. So they could send drones. So there's so it, so they're, they're they not could. Gonna, but super life. They yeah. could send so spacecraft. No, no aliens. They're not unless gonna. this alien life form can live for a billion years. But it's it's because it's too long of a because it's trip? too long of a trip. Too long of a trip. It would take a billion years. So no one's going to make the trip. They wouldn't survive the journey being bombarded by very energetic particles in interstellar space for so long. It's more likely if they are autonomous, they have an artificial brain, artificial intelligence, basically AI. We've already developed that on Earth. We haven't launched it into space, but that would be the next step, is to take our AI and send it out there. Send it off. But then we would have to wait... A billion years. Two billion. Oh, Because you have to get there and and then get back. See, the, the down is fine. The back is the problem. Well, yeah. So the, the, the ride home always sucks. If you take a trip for a billion years, yeah, it's coming back home is going to be the plane ride home always sucks. So we we don't get so aliens. They're they're not going to be according around. to Avi Loeb, a Harvard astrophysicist. Those are real credentials, I guess. That no alien life form would make the trip. Could make the trip. Now I tend to not agree with uh, Avi oh. Loeb here because here's the thing, right? If they're smarter than us, sure. And we've seen in movies, right, that you can go into hyperdrive or whatever. Oh, yeah. Light speed or light speed. plaid or what, it, what, what, what do they say in Spaceballs? <laughs> They've gone plaid. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that would then negate this estimation, wouldn't it? Theoretically. Like if aliens like were wait. smarter than us and they developed. Like, like light what, speed. What if they could teleport? Even better. 
even better. I feel like this guy is saying really that no human could do this, and that's not really the point. Yeah, the point is we know we don't want to do that. We don't want to go on a car trip. I think that the long. point is that any so like in in Independence Day, like those aliens, yeah, like their flesh, sure, they have like whatever their blood is. They so have too organs. long of a flight. It's too long of a flight for them. Too many bathroom stops. But if they, it's a robot alien, but if it's an AI, then then that's well, yeah, because then you just go, you just go. Well, thank you for that news. I'm just giving you the news. Mike and Barrington, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mike. Hey, how are you? We're good. Great. I was calling to talk about the Bears, and I was wondering what you guys thought about maybe the Bears taking and bundling Justin Fields in their ninth pick to trade up, see if they can get the three. If they can't, throw in... uh, Jalen Johnson, and then get the third and the and the third pick in the second round to take a quarterback in Marvin Harrison Jr. next year uh, as a bundled package. And I think that uh, I believe it's the Patriots would uh, be all over that, knowing their draft history. At this point, I'll hang up and let you guys talk about it. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, A bundle package for the Patriots. What do you think? Not going to happen. One, Jalen Johnson's a free agent, so you can't trade him. What have you said? You're not doing a sign-and-trade. This isn't (laughs) isn't the NBA. Um, Two, I don't think that it would take just number nine and Justin Fields to move up six spots, right? Like, we saw what it took to move up one spot when the Bears traded up for Mitchell Trubisky. Like, you're talking future firsts. Right. You're talking future seconds. Like, you're talking multiple picks to move up from nine to three. Not just a player and a pick. Can I give a PSA to uh, Bears fans? Sure. I think the uh, the dream of Marvin Harrison Jr. It's I think it's happen. I think it's done. Uh, I, I don't see. I don't think they're going to move out of one to then take a wide receiver. Well, I also find it hard to believe that they're going to trade back to two. That Washington would do that with two other high profile quarterbacks on the board yeah. with a brand new GM. I don't think a brand new GM is going to come in and trade. To move up one spot, their first round pick in 2025 and their first round pick in 2026. I don't think they're because then what do you do? What if you do if that player is a bust? You'll never work in the NFL again as a GM. I also think that Jaden Daniels and Drake May, they're not total crap bust quarterback. There's a reason they're projected all three of them to go one, two, three. Yeah. So, like, if the asking price is all that, wouldn't you just say we're going to take the second best guy and hope he's just as good as mm-hmm. Caleb Williams? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think you would just say we're only taking Caleb Williams. No. At that point. I think you take Jaden Daniels. You take, especially because, especially for the commanders, right? There is no pressure for the commanders to win next year. No. None, none whatsoever. You throw whoever it is out there. They learn on the job. Kind of like, I know the Colts ended up playing well yeah. uh, towards the end of the season, but kind of like what the Colts did with Anthony Richardson. It was, the, it was their plan. There really wasn't any expectation yeah. for them to make the playoffs this year. That He got hurt. Gardner Minshew was playing really well. 
But like that's kind of the idea is that you can just go and have whoever it is learn and surround them with some talent. You know, you have a lot of money, so maybe you spend on your offensive line, and so he's protected. Maybe get him a weapon uh, as a wide receiver. Build your defense through the draft, and then go that way. And there's really no pressure on him except just don't get hurt, right? Doug, on the west side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Doug? Uh, it's actually dope. 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 Like dope. money, dope. dope. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Yeah, I got another perspective on the Bears offseason that I, nobody seems to have brought up, at least not that I know of. How about we trade from one to two, no matter what the package is, because we'll get something. And then from two to three, and then from there we trade Justin Fields and go with Russ and let Russ cook in Chicago. Oh, he's no. a veteran quarterback. Oh, he's, no. been with, he's, been with Shane, he's been with Shane Waldron before. I think he's still got it in him. No, I don't. I don't and think then we, Russ is we, cooking we anything. We could get the anymore. ammo to go pick up another quarterback next year, the year after. We could let Russ try him out for one year. He'll be better than if, if if we kept Justin Fields or an unknown like Caleb. Well, listen. At this point, Russell Wilson is Chief just as, as much of an unknown as the other quarterbacks. Really? Yeah, he's not cooking. He's not cooking no anything. I mean, left. I mean, no two years. We talking about we talking about uh, last two years that that's not what we're used to. We throw guys away too quickly. I think Russ can come in here and no. do what we need to what we need to do if we trade from one to two and two to three. I don't think you're trading from one to two and two to three. You're not trading from Why one to two that? because there's three quarterbacks there. Yeah. So so Washington might want to go up to one to get Caleb seeing as though he's from Washington. And I don't care if it's just the fourth round in addition to the swap. We'll get something. No, you got so to get more than that. And well, they're not we'll going to do it. something, though. And then we could do the same thing with the Patriots because we're not taking either of the quarterbacks. And we could sign Russ because Russ is whatever contract he signs is going to be. But, though, if they know you're not taking a quarterback, why would they trade with you when they can just wait for you to draft a non-quarterback and then they'll just take the quarterback that they want? But they don't know that. You just told him, though. You just gave him the plan. No, 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 no. Washington, don't, that we won't let them know until draft day. So we'll call Washington. We'll, make, we'll propose the deal. They'll jump on it. And then uh, New England will get scared thinking, oh, man, we, we, we probably miss out. And then we hit them again. We don't go no further than three. We, we don't go no lower than three. And then that's when we take Marvin Harris. Thank you, Dow. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right, man. And speaking of Russell Wilson, you know, uh, he, he um, I don't know if he cooks. But I, I think, you know, yeah. won a lot of games there without one. Sure. one yeah. the wrist of one, Makes a spicy it, sandwich, and, uh, I know that. Yeah. Hey, you want to uh, split the Subway sandwich? Yeah. It's, Be careful, though. It's spicy. It's spicy. Yeah. Come to find out what you mean. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't like the, come to find out you don't like the play sheet on the wristband? Come to find out what you mean. <laughs> well, there's, uh, you know, the... Pete Carroll said something about putting a wristband, putting play calls on a wristband. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said, but um, but I, I think you know won a lot of games there without one on the wrist. You know, and uh, I didn't know uh, mattered if you wore a wristband or not. But uh, I think that uh, you know, I you know, do whatever it takes to to, to make sure that we're rolling and, and moving and, and everything else. I've, I've, a few times I've definitely worn a wristband depending on the game plan and what we have called and all that stuff, but. Yeah. Black and Abdallah, <laughs> ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home yeah. for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 
Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Ah, uh, you know, I was I was on vacation last week, Abdallah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a chance to play this game in a minute. I played it while you were gone. Door one or door two? Where there's would only, you like me to go? Door one, one or door two? I'm, I'm not dignifying with your response. With you, door with your response, one because or I door only, two? I only see one door. I only see one door. We go to door two. There you go. No, sorry. See, no one's there. Door one. Door one. It is Chase on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Chase. Black, what's happening, man? What's up, Chase? Oh, What's happening, man? Hi, Chase. <laughs> Black, Black, what's wrong with Abdullah, man? He made He's such a grump. You're He's such a grump, grumpy. Abdullah. What's your deal? I'm fine. Have some fun. <laughs> Abdullah, why are you so grumpy? Yeah, why yeah. are you grumpy? I'm fine. Why are you grumpy? Get to your point. Hey, why are you grumpy? <laughs> Get to your point, both of you. <laughs> I don't leave, have a point. Hey, I'll leave early. Hey, Blake. Yeah. Hey, hey, What's Blake up, Chase? Dog, I got a question for both of you guys. What do you got? So who you who you think is traded don't, first? Don't Zach, do it. Zach Levine or Field? See, that's why we don't think uh, uh Zach will because the trade deadline's before the NFL draft. Just, I thought you said there was no trade value for Justin him. That nobody wanted him. Whoa, Abdal thinks Justin Fields gets traded first. Abdallah's a a uh Fields and uh is a Levine. You, Blake, you're a Levine hater, right? I'm not a hater. You hate Zach Levine. I don't hate Zach Levine. You hate him. <laughs> you do. You've never liked Zach. You hate him the day the Bears the Bulls traded for him. You've been a Zach. Oh no, the day hater. they traded for him, I said the Bulls lost the best player in the trade, and I was right on that. A black. I was what right is on about that. Zach? I was correct on that. Jimmy Butler is the best player in that trade. I was right. I was right. Okay, you were right about that. The Bulls never should have traded Zach. But doesn't it make you mad that the Bulls didn't get involved? Like, how is it the Miami was able to get some for Terry Rozier? How was they able to accomplish that, but the Bulls couldn't do anything? Because no one wants Zach Levine. That's why. No. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. I think think the Bulls are trying to move him. I don't think they're going to be able to. That's why I said Justin Fields. Really? Yeah. I think someone will get desperate. Who? The Lakers already the said Lakers. they don't want him. Ah, uh, today. Okay. They say that today. I might be wrong, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns here and say that they won't be able to move him. Okay. Which between who you think? Okay. What about Dylan C? Do you between those three? Dylan C. Fields and Levine. Between those three, which one do you think would be moved? I don't care. Move first. Why? Zach Levine because yeah. of the trade deadline. There's no urgency I mean, the in baseball. Stuff. Baseball does the the regular season's going to start and the off season of baseball is still going to be talking about the hot stove. They they have no urgency but, with their sport. In season, out of season, there's no deadlines. Nothing. Why does it seem like our? Why does it seem like Paul has all the GMs in his town? He seems like the only GM that's willing to make moves and be creative, while the other GMs in his Sound are just sitting on hands and not trying I know to do why. anything. I don't, He's not from here. He's from a different organization. I, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm just saying. He came in I from mean, Kansas the, City. The I mean, Jed Hoyer doing, makes moves. He gets things done. Jed Hoyer didn't. He hasn't done anything. Oh, he's done stuff. He, he was a he part of a front office that won a World Series. You can't say that Jed Hoyer didn't do anything. He wasn't 
Theo was behind was the mastermind behind the whole creating the dynasty. He and Theo the worked together. Winning. Come on. No, I don't trust neither one. I don't trust right now. Poles is the only one I trust, and that's saying a lot because he he, ha- he hasn't done a whole lot, but he's doing more than the half the GMs in his town is. I mean, as of right now, he is do- doing something. I mean, AK is is probably the worst GM in his town right now. Wouldn't you guys agree? Probably. He's the worst. Probably. Hey, Chase, you know what will annoy Abdallah even more than your phone call? But the Mitch. No, no, not something about Mitch. An NBA notebook. Oh, no. Here we go, Chase. We got an NBA notebook for you, Don. Some hot NBA action. You know, because Chase brought it up, he brought up the Bulls. Do you have change for a 20? No, I don't. How am I going to pay you four ninety nine for this substack I'm about to hear? So last night, the Bulls lose to the Suns, 115 to 113. I have a thought for you. Ready? Here's my Bulls thought. They suck? No, 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 no. Here's my thought. It's Zach Levine related. Okay. I'm going to lay this out. Lay it out. Zach Levine is a better player than Kobe White. Yeah, that's fair. Zach Levine is also a better player than Io DeSumo. Also fair. But personally, I enjoy watching Kobe and Io bust their ass and work hard and play basketball more than I enjoy watching Zach play. Okay. So I will take Kobe and Io, even though they're not better players. I enjoy watching the two of them develop, give effort, yeah. play defense. Mm-hmm. Last night was fun. The Bulls didn't win last night, but Kobe and Io, they played well. I would much rather watch those two get those minutes than Zach Levine. Okay. That was my thought on the game last night. Thanks. Also in the NBA notebook, Abdallah. This is what I'm paying $4.99 a month for. This is ridiculous. Did you see last night Joel Embiid scored 70 points? Yeah. He also had 18 rebounds as the 76ers won 133 to 123 over the Spurs. Uh Uh-huh. Can you believe that Joel Embiid perhaps might be ineligible for the MVP at the end of the season? Because he was hurt. Did you know that? He may not hit the threshold for games played to be able to be voted for the MVP? That's ridiculous. You have to play 65 games. Yeah. Joel Embiid right now leading the league in scoring. 36 points per game. He's outstanding. Can you imagine if he didn't win the MVP even though he's the best player in the league because Mm -hmm. at the moment he's only played in 32 games? Yeah. Seem to be really fired up about this. I am. I am. Let me ask you a question with, with Joel Embiid. Yeah. Is he better than Shaq? Discuss amongst yourselves. He cares more than Shaq. Shaq accomplished more in his career to this point. Yeah, for sure. Embiid still has a lot of time left in his career. Embiid hasn't won a title yet. But Embiid has put together three really great seasons back to back to back. No. And like this season, the stats blow every Shaq Shaq season out of the water. Rings, baby. I know rings. Rings. But Joel rings. Embiid's put up stats that are better than Shaquille O'Neal's. I've seen the TNT show. It's all he says. Rings. I get it. It's all he says to Chuck. Chris, you don't have any rings. Uh, the, got no rings. Also, uh, the Bucks fire Adrian Griffin earlier today. Saw that. Rumors are uh, Woj and Shams are both reporting that Doc Rivers is going to be the next head coach for the Bucks if he's interested. Music man. Which is funny. 
because ESPN Television hired Doc to be on their broadcast because they were worried about Jeff Van Gundy going yeah. and getting another gig. Uh huh. That's funny to me. Uh, Doc Rivers. How about this? Giannis, Coach Killer. Wow. I said it. I said it. Wow, Coach Killer for I said Giannis. It. I said it. Giannis, Coach Killer. Okay. Pro- prove me wrong. I prove I'm, me wrong. I'm not going to argue on that. Coach Killer. I think you might be. Uh, Listen, it's fine by me as a Bulls fan. Let Lon- yeah, let Giannis be disgruntled. Mm-hmm. We have a nice franchise here that that's just hoping that someone would want to move south. Maybe. There you go, a little NBA notebook for Adam Abdallah. No mention of uh, How'd that go? no mention of the other uh, high scoring game. Oh, so you want to talk about Carl Anthony Towns? I, I thought you had an NBA notebook. Well, they lost. Okay. Hornets won last night, 128 to 125. Carl Anthony Towns, 62 points, eight rebounds. His coach was mad because they were chasing points at the end. They weren't playing sound team basketball. They're a really good team, though. They are? Best team in the West right now. Giannis, the coach killer. Put that in your substack. Give me credit. There's your NBA notebook. See, we, we haven't really, we've, we've done a lot of football. Yeah. In the last couple of months. It's, it's nice to get some basketball out there. I'll take vacation so you can do that. Well, I'm, Think about it. When you watch the Bulls, mm-hmm. isn't it more enjoyable to watch Io and Kobe? Yeah. Like, learn, figure yes. it out, bust their ass on defense? Absolutely it is. watch exactly Levine? 1,000% it is. Exactly. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Lucky and Dahl, thank you to Charlie Bevins and Justin Ponger for producing tonight's show. We'll return tomorrow night at 6 right here on ESPN 1000, 6 to 7.45. We have Northwestern basketball tomorrow night. So Black Cam Dallas, 6 to 7.45 right here yep. on ESPN 1000. Northwestern Northwestern in Illinois. Right here on ESPN Chicago. Just dub that in to the thing, Charlie. People don't know what you're talking about. I don't care. Okay. Sometimes it's just for us. Okay. I guess so. Speaking of something that's for us, uh, will Oreo send us to space? No, because I'm not spending the money. Why not? <laughs> Oreo has a new promotion. They've got the Space Dunk Oreos. Ooh. The uh, pre-sale went off today. You can go to liftoff.oreo.com. Each cookie is stuffed with layers of blue and pink cosmic cream. And if you find the cookies, you have to find the different shapes of cookies. I think if you get a bag with all the different shapes, you could win a trip to space. Now, it's not actual space. It's one of these balloons. It's going to take you like Uh, so many thousand feet up into space. But if you get the one with the uh, golden ticket, if you will, uh, you can go to space. I was going to buy us a pair, uh, a, a pack. Of, of these Oreos. Well, what stopped you? The Black and Abdallah budget not big enough? No, it's not. <laughs> because it's... Now, it's it's not expensive. It's a pack of Oreos. What could a pack of Oreos yeah, cost, what, you say, these days? Yeah, $10? Okay, no, it's $4.50. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It's 
It's eleven dollars to ship. Oh, I'm against that. I just, just on principle. Yeah, the principle. I have sixteen dollars. That's not the point. The I, point. I can give you eight. It's a, no. We could split it. It's the principle. I'm not paying eleven dollars for shipping. Nope, not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. I'm not paying eleven dollars for shipping. That's crazy. That's crazy. So. so Sorry, so they, Oreo. So are the are the bags of Oreos? You have to order the special so bag, or I, can you, you have find to, them in the wild? No, no, you have to order the special the special bag. And when you order the special bag, mm-hmm. some of them have the special cookies. Yeah, so uh, you can scan the QR code on the pack of Oreo space dunk co- space dunk cookies for entry details, or go to liftoff.oreo.com. I'm trying to see uh, how it says that you win. That's the only problem here. This this press release that they sent out doesn't say how you win. Hold on. Keep talking amongst yourselves. Well, it reminds me. Did you watch the uh, documentary about the, I think it was Pepsi Points? Yes. Where the kid... Uh, and it, wanted the jet? In the commercial, it yeah. says you can win a jet. Yeah. And he won the grand prize or whatever. He saved up enough points. And he was like, I want the jet. Mm-hmm. And then legally, they had to get him a jet. Yeah. And there's a whole documentary. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty interesting. It was good. It's not the greatest documentary I've ever watched, but it was interesting. I, I didn't turn it off. It was something from the 90s. Are you uh, guys in on space? You Like down to go to space? I would. I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. I would go. Up there. I'm staying here. I get, I'd I'd get go like there. freaked out on I'd airplanes. Go up there. So all you have to do is scan the QR code on the cookie page or just go to liftoff.oreo.com and you can you can w- enter to win. I want to hear so more about it. I think we this. can just enter to win. All right. Let's 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 just enter. I'm not paying $11 for shipping, though. Yeah. I got to find how you enter to win. Uh, Charlie, uh, explain this to us. Uh, you, you get freaked out by flying? It's something that's happened in the last year where oh, okay. I've, I'll just be sitting on a plane. This never happened to me. But the last couple of flights I've been on. I've sat there. I've just been like, man, there's just four feet between me oh, and yeah. uh, a very long fall. Yeah. I think about that when I'm on a plane. I actively think about how little material is between where I'm sitting and bottomless I, fall. I got too high on a plane one time, and then it was just... I've done that. It's it's, it's just been life changing in a bad way. Gummies like, and altitude yeah. do not no mix. Good? No, I took way too much on a flight to Norway once. It was not. <laughs> well, fun. it's a long flight for too. like four hours. It was not fun. Then they wore off, and I was fine. <laughs> so, Charlie, after you were thinking about what's below you, what'd you do? I you just, just freaked I, out. I literally like. <laughs> I was just. I was like, all right, let's go back to watching. I forget what movie. Oh, I was, I was watching uh, Anchorman. And I was like, let's watch Anchorman. Let's kind of shut the brain <laughs> off and watch this movie. See what Jason says in Twitch? He says, I think the same thing. There's like five to ten feet of metal underneath me yeah. keeping me from falling to my death. Yeah. It's that's, so crazy. That's why when it's people, aviation. Yeah, it's great. That's why when people are like, oh, these flights are too expensive. It's like, think of what you're doing. <laughs> Think of think of it's, what think of what you're pretty incredible, doing actually. right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Come on big piece of metal hurling through the air yeah it's wonderful we just hold on it's not a car it's not a greyhound bus and you end up in a new destination it's great that's why greyhounds cost like five bucks and plane rides are expensive oh, have you ever flown spirit once you'll do it once never that's again it. you do it once and that's it Ugh. black abdallah we'll talk to you tomorrow at six chicago's home for sports black and abdallah espn chicago